0: What's up, everybody? We're back for another episode of the Runners Club Podcast. Thank you for joining us. We love you. Mm. I hope you're having Mm -hmm. a great day. I hope this is, you know, just an added plus, like the sprinkles on top of all the greatness happening in your life, all the blessings coming your way.
1: I love it. Um, I I diddle that. I uh, uh, endorse that message 2,000%. I had uh, uh, one of our runners... uh, um, uh, it runs with Tortuga's Manny, uh-huh. hopped up in the DM. He really enjoyed our last episode. Um, I should have asked him if I could have said his name and shared this, but sorry, Manny, my bad. But he's hopped up in the DM which is like, you know, he he heard the story that Gabby was telling. You know, there was a lot of parallels for him and stuff like that. So, yeah. you know, yeah. like it resonated with him personally. You know, I just want y'all to know, like, I really appreciate y'all for you know DMing and sharing what you like or dislike about the podcast. We really appreciate that. Gloria said we need to stop mentioning go to our YouTube page if we're not actually gonna upload the videos. So you know, we we take, all, look we at take all critiques. <laughs> we take all
2: critiques. You know what I'm saying? Gloria said,
0: I want to see it, but you're yeah. you're you're low key kind of uh, uh, you kind of <laughs> you kind of gaslighting me right now.
1: Yeah. You're kind of yeah, capping so, right
0: now. Okay.
1: My apologies. Bad. Stop it. Everybody's looking for the video. We will no know. longer
0: mention it until we're ready to go. Just give us, you know, a little bit more time.
1: Right, right, right. We'll catch so, up. So, I'll say all that to say, we appreciate all feedback. Um, But it's all love. You already know, it's in Gonzalez, man. We're here for another one. It's peak week for your boy.
2: For you boy. know, Some
1: of y'all had peak week last week, you know, for the <laughs> Chicago, but... Some of us doing international marathons would be out in Toronto.
0: You better Um, say that.
1: You feel me? My first time going out the country, actually, the whole time.
0: Wow. So did you get your passport recently? Was it a moment? Was it like a whole moment? when it? Oh, oh, it hasn't come. Okay. (laughs) Hell no. I haven't even put in the application. Okay. Listen. Yeah.
1: You might need to expedite that. Is wild. Like I've been trying to like I, this first of all, why the fuck is it this hard to get a passport application? Like, why is it this hard to get a passport? Like I should be, it's 2022. Like it's I should be able to go online, fill out the form, hit submit, put my credit card in, boom, and then it's out of sight, out of mind until it shows up in the mail. They like, nah, you can. I'm I'm thinking I'm doing that whole time. They like at the end. So print this out. Make an appointment with your local post office and go there. First of all, the post office workers don't pick up telephone. Time I'm supposed to make a, an appointment by phone. It's like appointment only. Call us. We're not going to answer, but call us.
0: Just pop up so, on them. Right. All so, I need to do but, is take your photo but and
2: then send when I, it. When, when do I have time? I know. When do um, I have time for that? But think I don't about... have
1: time to just be at places. Like, no, like I'm... Like, I have a hard time getting to where I need to be when I need to be there. And now y'all want me to just pop up on y'all. Like, that's it's too much. So what's going to happen is I'm going to do the 48-hour joint. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to go ahead, you know, book an appointment 48 hours uh, before my flight, go sit in the office two days before my flight, and walk out of the door with a passport. Like, that's 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 that's, that's it. That's all I can do. Be leaving in three weeks. What else can I do? Expedited is five to seven weeks, which is really 10 to 11 for the government. So it's, Facts. it's, I don't know what else to do.
0: Facts. Well, I mean, it's not easy to get a license either. I'll just say that. I don't, I feel like anything like that you need to get with your photo on it to go anywhere. And now they're coming out with this real ID stuff and it's like, but actually it's just a driver's license. I'm like, what, what are we? With a star on it. Why are we having this conversation? Why are you guys making it so freaking difficult? Just give me what I need. Listen, so I need a driver's I, license, great. Like
1: what? 2000%. I updated my 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 state ID, right? Because you know I'm out in Arlington, you know, I'm I'm out in a, a very very white community, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, I just figured it would be safer for me as a black man to have an ID. With an address that says I live out there, I belong. You feel Thanks. me? Like here's my address. I don't want no cop pulling me over on a minor Talking traffic about, violation. why are you like, in this area? Why are you out here? Like you far from you home. You on 63rd in Chicago. Like no, this is not so that. I, I do that. You know, I got they give me the little paper joint. They supposed to mail me the physical copy. I still haven't gotten the physical copy. The picture on my paper copy has completely been wiped off from being in my in my yeah. wallet and stuff like that. And so now it's like, I'm just out here. The lady was laughing at me last night. She was like, yeah, can I see yo? Yesterday I went to the bank of my business account. It's like, yeah, let me see your ID. I handed a paper joint. She just started laughing. I'm like, yeah, you the it's you got to look at the old ID and you're going to see Compare it. Compare names. Really you know, <laughs> you got to, you know it's the whole compare the data
0: you know that just the information in front of you figure it out I don't know
1: you know she like boy you need to get your shit together I'm like I'm you know I'm just out here trying to survive in, in Biden's America you know trying to make it happen but Biden is
0: so thing. funny because it's like I forget sometimes
1: that he the president
0: Yeah, it's just you know what I mean there's a lot happening I don't even want to get into it but at the same time it's like compared to Trump i just be like oh yeah oh Biden's yeah Biden's the yeah. president <laughs>
1: <laughs> whole time, whole time, whole time. Biden is the president with his old ass.
0: Uh, um,
1: hilarious. Shout out to Grandpa Biden. But you know, this ain't that podcast. I don't nope. want to trigger nobody. Nope. you know what I'm saying. Oh my god, they were talking politics. I just got done nope. listening to the daily. I, I I'm not ready. Nope. I you know. Mm, but y'all here. It's peak week. Your boy running twenty miles this weekend.
0: Congratulations. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yes. Yes. I need all of the luck. I need everything. Listen, I, uh, you know, today's Thursday, so it's the runners track. Shout out to the wind runners. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I go ahead and follow Bay like a little puppy right on up to Montrose track. You know, do, do the little workout and stuff. I didn't have my I didn't have any track workout ready. So I was like, mm-hmm. I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do when I get to the track. I really don't want to run. My whoop says I didn't slept for three hours and 40 minutes. It's on red. It's like your body is not prepared to take strain today, sir. Um, so, you know, I'm like, you know, I, I don't know what's going on. And she's like, well, uh, just do our track workout. And so I look at it
2: Gee, the mm-hmm. wind
1: runners be running. running. I did their track workout. I did their track workout at my pace.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And I skipped the cool down. I know y'all, if you come to my Wednesday recovery runs, I tell you to cool down. It's very important to the process. Do as I say, not as I do. Right. Do the cool down. I was tired of running. I felt like not doing a cool down. So I stopped my run. And it was like, oh, yeah, you just did 6.43 miles. I was like,
2: Exactly. Damn, damn
0: damn and well damn. the difference though is that they're running faster so the cool down feels like it's you know but when you're running at a slower pace and you already feel like you've been doing the most the last thing you want to do sometimes is run more cuz it takes longer
1: gee let me tell you what they did to me so the workout is eight. the workout was 800 800 at 10k 1200 at uh uh um uh, uh Coach Robin, I know you're listening. If I'm giving out too much information, you just need to DM me and let me know. that like, Hey, keep Stop that close to the chest. You got to chill. Um, but in the meantime, in between time, ask for forgiveness. Um, so it's, uh, what, what would I say? It 800, was 800 at, 10K? at 10K. 1,200 at 13.1 and 1,600 at 26.2. Right? And then 400 um, recovery, easy as fuck in between, right? And then you do that twice. You know, so that's what I did, you know, you know, course plus, plus the warm up and everything. So I did that. I'm on my last I didn't did majority of the workout. I'm on my last little, you know, 1600. I'm at my marathon pace. You know, I'm 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 breathing hard. I'm in my second lap. You know, next thing I know, I hear Brittany just chattering. Brittany just... She's been talking since she got there that morning. So she just chattering behind me, right? And I'm like, I got my headphones on. I'm listening to Bill Maher and Woody Harrison talk shit about yachts in my headphones. And I'm just running. Next thing I know, I hear Brittany chattering. I hear uh, 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 a few other, you know, feminine voices going off in the back of my... In the head. I'm like... You know, it's just getting close, and you know, you hit a steps, you hit a foot, you hit a feet, and it's it's more, it's more than three of them. You know, next thing I know, it's like it's it's overpowering my headphones. It's like right there, so I turn around, and I'm finna get swallowed by the wind runners, right? You know, like they just like circle around. Mind you, I'm in lane three. I don't touch. You're lane trying one to lane mind two. your business. That's that is their lanes. That right. belongs to them. We over do not there. go there. Right. I'm good. I am two lanes over. I am in lane three. Okay? Here they come. They just and go. I'm like, oh, my God. Am I about to get swallowed by the wind runners? Yes. They just in go for me. You know, Brittany say something slick as she running past. It kind of it stung a little. I know. She ain't mean it. It was a joke. It stung a little. You know what I'm saying? I was I was feeling some type of way because they was doing a easy as fuck. 400. I was running my best effort. <laughs> <laughs> I was running my best effort. Okay, like I was pushing. All right, and so they're going, and then so for a minute, I'm just like in the middle. i was like, oh my god, is this? I'm in the pack. This is what the pack feels like. And for a split it was second, <laughs> you know, it was short lived, and they just they just kept going. My baby right along with them and stuff. I'm like, I'm like. They just chilling. I'm just giving out here, just giving my best little effort. And they just, oh hee hee
2: hee, running past you in. Okay.
1: Thank you. Uh, all right. That. That's thank what you. I needed at the end of my workout. But That's I would how have I went been all the, the way, way in lane like, five. Way that? over
0: there. Like don't even come over here.
1: <laughs> let me just do the outer rings of the track. <laughs> Like man, you know back. Is saying? there
0: another track nearby? Like,
2: goddamn.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right. This is why the whole time I was going on the trail and not running on the track in right. the first place. Right. So, you know, that was that was my running experience this morning with the wind runners. Shouts out to them. They run. They fucking run. Yeah their paces are wild and they run like you got to see their legs moving because like of course they pass me and they get around the they get around the curb before they pass me in the middle of the straightaway they get around the turn around the curb the corner before i even make it into the corner right, right? <laughs> so <laughs> like, they're oh, okay.
0: already on their way back to lap you <laughs>
1: they on the other straight they on yeah. the other straightaway, yep. and so I I look across and I'm just you know watching them in admiration, watching all of their legs basically move fast as hell in unison and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And it's like it's 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 a beautiful sight. Yeah, it's a beautiful sight. But it's something to it's witness real. for sure. It's real. Yes. Wow.
0: Yeah. My my running experience this morning, since I'm two hours ahead of behind you, and you know cause it's only just now nine. I know it's 11 there. Um, (laughs) uh, I just, I went for a little quick run. You know, I'm trying to get out the door within the first hour of me waking up. Cause you know, I've heard that it helps to set your circadian rhythm and gets your everything moving. And so that's my newest practice. And it's the weather here right now is just mm, chef's kiss. Okay. Sun be beaming. Right, every it's just yeah. like gorgeous and it's not too hot. I'm like, this is my weather, this is what I've been wanting my entire life. So it makes it easier to step outside, you know, and get it get in a couple miles.
1: I love that, I love that, I love that for you. Like, it, it was cold as hell this morning, so okay. please. <laughs> Enjoy that. I was not dressed for say to run this morning. Summer's over here in Chicago. So enjoy that. Okay. Like, that
0: I feel sounds... like I should stop talking oh, about yeah. the weather in LA at some no, point. No. I feel like it's
1: no. insulting. Like December 13th. No longer mention LA.
0: Okay. <laughs> That's the day before until, my birthday.
1: Until March 25th.
0: <laughs> until March. <laughs> Low key, like, May.
1: <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. All
0: right. Um, it,
1: that sounds awesome
0: well we have a guest folks and actually two guests and so i just want to let them in real quick um now that we've gotten our little intro together look at that within 15 minutes
2: you how know, good are we right, right now go. listen
0: right. we live it yes we are we're getting into the groove and we will be right back with our guests Okay. We're back and we are being accompanied by Nathan and Cindy, which I'm very excited about because I started planting seeds recently and I've been wanting to learn all about these things. So hello, you guys.
2: Hey,
3: thanks for having hey. us on. We're excited for sure. Um,
0: so I just want to allow you first to introduce yourself because there's a lot of people that already know who you are. Um, but give I just love giving people an opportunity to like, make it their own in this moment, because we are always going through transitions. So what's the newest of the both of you?
2: Sure. Yeah,
4: I mean, like everyone always says they know me through Cindy's Instagram. Uh, <laughs> I'm live, but I am a person outside of that. Uh, I'm Nathan Cordero. Uh, as we alluded to, we started planning seeds back in February of this year. Um, but I'm just, I'm just a gym bro. Y'all occasionally catch me during a running workout when I feel like pulling up, not really a distance runner like that, but you will catch me on a 5k maybe and, uh, put some miles in, but that's me. That's Lil' Gumbo.
2: Love yeah. that.
3: My name is Cindy Marquez and, um, wow. How do I describe myself? I am a Gumbo Fit captain. So I've known Courtney for a couple of years and Ian, um, and I am a certified nutrition coach and also an RCA level one certified coach. Also shout out to Gumbel Fit for that opportunity. Um, so I've been involved in the running community for a couple of years now, and it's definitely like my community is, is running now these days. Um, and I uh, work for a civil rights organization here in Chicago, which is something that I am really passionate about. Um, and... I'm the daughter of Mexican immigrants, which is also something else that I'm very uh, passionate about and is a big part of my identity. Uh, and we started, yeah, planning seats together with Nathan in February, uh, which is a, our little passion project. And we can share more about
2: that.
0: First of all, yes, to all that you just said, um. It, and happy um, Mexican Independence Day because I missed it this year because I'm in LA, but I'm like I miss how lit the city gets in Chicago Yo, every year, and like and then the up. the opportunities you have to drive through like Lakeshore Drive and not be stuck because like I don't go no- if you're going north. I'm sorry, is over for you. You're going to be staying there for a while. White folks look hilariously irritated during it. All of that, but like the times I've been able to like drive south on Lakeshore Drive and be in the middle of like the celebration of the Mexican Independence Day, it's like it's so live and nobody can stop it. No one can get in your way. No one. You take over the city. I love it.
3: Yeah, actually there. So Sarai, who we all know, she works for the Little Village Chamber of Commerce, and she asked me to help with the event this year. And it was such a bum. It was raining all oh day, no.
2: the day of the yeah. parade.
3: So, I mean, people still showed up and like, it was fun. It was a good time. But like, normally it would be, it would have been lit, like people passing out tequila shots, you know, no. but it was quite the same vibe with it pouring, but it was yeah. a good Okay, well, where,
0: where I want to know, like, where you all, where you two met first, like, what, how did you two, start? what's the genesis there,
1: first? Because yeah, this
0: is like, this is like a running power couple, right?
1: Yeah,
4: now. we <laughs> love, we yeah, love running like, fitbays. Yeah, yes. I mean, it was just another day in the hood, you know. We no. uh, were at Douglas Park. Uh, <laughs> I was at the time working at my previous employer. It was like day five of the job. And we were doing a volunteer event. I uh, previously worked a nonprofit at my block, my home, my city. Um, so we were doing a volunteer event in 2020, COVID times, where we were distributing PPE, so gloves, hand sanitizer, masks, the whole nine yards. And Zindy's on the associate board of the organization. And I saw her at Douglas Park, and I was just like, oh, Shorty over there, we're in the Jordans. In the Um,
2: joints,
4: like day five of the job, you know, so I was (laughs) trying to be low key. I was like, I can't be caught up out here, you know, flirting on the job in week one. Um, so I kind of kept my distance, but I made my presence known.
2: Yeah. Okay. Okay.
3: I so like that same day, I noticed him, but we didn't talk. You know, I was just like okay. I, I see you, you know. And then he followed me on Instagram after. So, you know, it, it went down in the DMs a little bit before mm-hmm. we hooked
1: out. Yeah, <laughs> like three pics you know.
2: Watch, <laughs> you gotta
3: let him know that you're
0: there. You can't just follow, it has to be like a series of events.
4: Yeah. No, the context, uh, one of my really good friends went to high school with her, and I was uh talking to him on Instagram, uh, because we normally talk to Instagram. And he just, like, sent me her profile, like, randomly. And he goes, oh, I think this girl was at the event you were at. And I was like, oh, that's shorty with the Jordans. And then he's like, what? Because he wasn't at the event. (laughs) Uh, So then right away, I hit the follow button. Uh, and then, you know, it just started started creeping and throwing some fire emojis on the stories. <laughs> and then yeah. uh, it took over <laughs> fire
2: to the fire emojis Fire, fire, fire. Like, well,
3: I what, really but- me, though, what really got me was that he started posting about like eating plant based. And I was like, wait, mm-hmm. like, I'm not at this point. It is very rare to find a man who's into that. Cause, mm-hmm. you know, y'all be liking your burgers and your meat and what whatnot. So I was like, mm-hmm. oh, this is okay. You know, I'm vegan. Let's talk, let's chat.
1: Wow. <laughs> not, not not the plant-based diet securing the win. I love it. I love it. But yo, the fire emojis is yo, like that's the move because it's safe. You know, if yeah, if, yeah. if Zindi wasn't interested, you could just be like, oh, you know, I just you fly, you know, I'm just I'm you know, I'm interacting with your content. But if not, you know, nah, baby, it's hot in here. Like, what's good, uh, well,
4: it's good? Like, what I what I tell people is like all guys be doing the same same stuff on Instagram. They be throwing like hard eye emojis on girls, like posts and stuff like that. And it's very unoriginal, you know. Not that the fire emojis is original, but I was like, let me learn about her interests, you know, see what she's about. And obviously we have some similar interests that she was alluding to. So then just took one there. It's calm.
2: It's calm. I love it's it. Calm. It's,
1: I love yeah. it. I love it. It's the swagger and the confidence for me. He's like, you know, like I just just pulled up, you know, shot my shot. It went in, you know. Threw a couple salads up there, you know. Oh, it was, that's
3: exact. in retrospect. Now that we're talking about this, I'm like, so maybe he intentionally was like, she's vegan, I should post a salad picture. Well, you uh, I'm uh, uh,
4: not even. I was doing that because I do that, uh, but yeah, the I mean, romaine emojis
1: left <laughs> and right, you know. We <laughs> gotta throw out the bait,
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> I love that, I love that, I love that. So, 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 I'm assuming Nathan, you asked her out on a date.
4: No, actually. Uh, she asked me on a date and then I didn't there respond. Go. You
0: didn't respond.
4: So right. I, I I responded, but not to the question. I just started talking about something entirely different. Uh, <laughs> it's like, gee, gee,
0: gee, gee. Hold on, hold on, hold on. The question I asked was, do you want to go on a date? Yeah. <laughs>
4: <laughs> right. Nah, what I, did was I built up some anticipation because, uh, so she asked me out through the DMs and then I was like, Nah, I'm going to talk about something else right now. So I started talking about something else. Then I brought back up the question like a week and a half later and I was like, oh, you still want to the- go out sometime?" No, you know? but
3: wait. It was so confusing because I basically asked him to get drinks, right? And he gave me the like, like he didn't really answer, but then he started, I wanted to plan this like voting, voter registration and census drive with this nonprofit mm-hmm. that he worked for and I was on the board for it. And so I was like, oh, let's like, and then he, he dived into that. He started like, Planning that internally and was like, "This is how we gonna make it work." Can you design this? So I'm like, "How? Why is he helping me? If he's like, you know, this is he was going the extra mile outside of his like job description." I'll tell you that is within my job
4: description.
3: It was not, <laughs> and so I, I then yeah, but you know, he did circle back a couple of days later and was like, "Let's get drinks." So I was like, "He, thought <laughs> he wanted to be the one to ask."
1: right yeah so I play it. cool i love it listen i love y'all y'all are awesome i love this story i love the energy y'all be fine as hell on instagram <laughs> and stuff like that i especially love the planet seeds content that is my favorite
2: mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: what is so yeah so what made you start that you guys you started dating and then you're like you know Um, Cindy, you have your nutritionist, like a certification and like, and I know Nathan, you're a trainer, right? That's, uh, and so like that came together and you're thinking, okay, planting seeds. Tell us about the name and like the mission vision for that.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I think like, so for me, it was definitely, um, it, so like health and wellness wasn't really ever a priority, like in my household growing up. And it was just literally because my parents were focused on like getting food on the table, period, right? Right, Like they weren't concerned with like, oh, my eight-year-old's eating hot Cheetos at like in the morning. Maybe they should be eating something else, right? Like it's like, it just wasn't really talked about nutrition or like working out and things like that. And also like my dad, I always wanted to play sports actually. And he like was like, no, sports are for boys. So like, I didn't really get into any of that until I like was able to make my own decisions as an adult. And um, I was like, very unhealthy at some one point in my life and really overweight. And that, that like, you know, my mental health was being affected, my relationships were being affected, all of it. And so I it, there was just like a like, you know, it got to a point where I was like, I really need to do something about this for myself and for like the longevity and health of my life. Right. I don't wanna, like have health issues like when I'm older and like all that. Um so it was like a really personal decision for me. And then when I, and then running kind of just like, and going vegan happened along the same time that it just like escalated it for me even more. Cause I'm like, wow, like I, it just being vegan made me feel the best I ever felt in my life. Mm. And then also like running gave me more than just like, it proved like I proved to myself that my body could do incredible things, but also it gave me a whole community of people that was beautiful. And it just transformed my life in a way that I was like, you know, I feel like often the barrier is like getting started for people. How, where do you start? Mm -hmm. And like food is also such a hard thing because it's like so involved in it. It can be a vulnerable thing to talk about. Mm -hmm. Um, So like I got, yeah, that's how I got really interested in it. And then, um, with him being like a personal trainer, I was like the food and the training together. And like, we, and it's plant focused around plant based nutrition, and so we're like plant the seed as and like get started because mm-hmm. for us we really love to work with um, like novices, newbies, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. and uh, so that's that's what I would say.
4: Sure, I think uh, for me, like I always grew up the very skinny, scrawny kid. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, no was on my body at all. Uh, it's like, no one thought I like work out really did to like active like that for real and then when i got to college i just started taking uh like lifting a lot more seriously and taking my body a lot more seriously and i actually had been i've been a pescatarian since i was like like 13 years old uh wow. so like a very long time now but i even then cleaned up my nutrition even more in college um and started to reap the benefits of that and then i was training people in college like unofficially i wasn't certified at the time but Mm -hmm. A lot of people just see me at the gym and just like slide my DMs and be like, yo, can you like train me? I'd be like, oh, for sure. So it's Mm -hmm. more. And did that for about two years. And then kind of going into like 2019, 2020, I started doing more so like consulting. So I was just building out like fitness plans for people. So I kind of already had that experience under my belt. Um, And then fast forward to 2022, we were wrapping up our certifications at the same time. Uh, I finally got certified as a trainer. She got certified as a nutrition coach. And we're just like, let's do the thing, you know, the, let's start it. But uh, I think it really is for us about working with beginner clients or even people just trying to get better at programming how they go about their fitness, their nutrition. And beginner kind of means a lot of different things. You know, it could be maybe you haven't really been to the gym at all, or maybe you're on the gym, you just don't know your way around everything. Or maybe you're, you know, we also offer like runner strength program right now. So maybe. If you're a runner we've never really done strength training and really honed in on it mm. but um that's what we're really about and it's been uh it's been awesome starting since uh february vision
3: or like having a structure around like so right. a lot of people will just go into the gym with no plan and be like well, right. this list of like some four exercises that we're gonna he <laughs> <eat and> raise <laughs> his hand yeah <laughs> but then it's like what are you gonna do like laying out an eight week plan, right. So that it's like, you're progressively working towards something, gaining strength, mm-hmm. gaining muscle, like that, that's like what we do. That makes it easier for someone to then just walk into the gym, have a plan. And, and that's often the feedback we get, right. It's like, it feels so good to walk into the gym and not think about what I'm doing. Cause I have my like day. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, it I takes like that. that pressure of like, you know, oh, I'm not going to go today because then it, it just like alleviates the work that you have to do to even get yourself through the door. Yeah. I think so, that's... Or oh, go
1: ahead, Ian. I'm sorry. I, I was going to go back a little bit. So, Zindi, you have been a vegan the entire time that I've known you?
2: mm mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah,
1: so you've been training for multiple marathons, multiple half-marathon races, all of that while being vegan, recovery, mm-hmm. this plant-based diet and everything. And you've... I've, I've watched you grown as a runner, and you've gotten stronger throughout the years, and you've been able to do that while truly being vegan.
3: Yeah, yeah, I've been yeah. vegan for four years, and I've been running for like three. So, yeah, and and did yeah, did it
1: take I, you? Like, did did it take like some tweaking once you became like an athlete to find like a uh, to the right combination of foods, the right foods with high protein value. And I know Courtney, you just kinda of speak to this too, because you you're a vegan sometimes. And <laughs> and so like, you know, did you have to like did you have to like tweak your diet a lot? Did you have to add more of something or just more food in general and stuff like that to be able to recover your body as an athlete?
3: Yes. I noticed that actually, I learned that last summer training for my first marathon. Um, Cause I think I was the, and actually Nathan was calling me out on it a lot over the summer, but he's like, <laughs> he's like, yeah, the carbs, like that's part of it, but you need to throw some protein in there for your recovery and like your energy levels and everything. And um, I just wasn't eating enough protein all last summer, to be honest. And I felt like it would I would be tired, right? Or like I would wake up for that next run and workout and feel like I didn't recover from the last one. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would, I would just consistently be like completing to deplete my energy levels. And, and, um, but not like replenishing it with the energy, the protein that I needed. So I learned that. And like, I did run the merit, like I completed the whole training cycle, like not really being aware of that until after when I like reflected on how that went. And how Mm -hmm. I felt on race day and how I was like fueling during my long runs and all of that. I was like, oh, like there are some tweaks that you have to do on a plant-based diet that can help, you know, so that you do recover faster and that you perform better.
2: Mm -hmm. Mm
3: -hmm. I
1: love that. And so living like this life, you know, completely yourself, you are able to take those personal lessons and then apply them to your client
3: yeah for sure like that's yeah I, I we haven't worked too much with um runner endurance athletes specifically. I mean they usually they come and cop the runner strength plan and then go on with their training you
2: know? um,
3: but <laughs> some of the other clients that we work with are more like with their strength training in the gym and then yeah talking through their nutrition. but yeah, for sure like what i what i my lived experience informs how I help others and um and like how I just coach them through their like nutrition goals. What are your top
0: sources of protein as uh like vegan protein?
3: Yeah. And, and I'll be totally transparent, right? Like it is difficult on a plant-based diet to like mm-hmm. eat a high protein diet with, while not increasing your calories intake significantly. Right. Cause right. like, is, like, so, I mean, I eat a lot of tofu and mm-hmm. like there's also the option to buy high protein tofu, which like has just higher protein in it. Um, and, but yeah, otherwise I just p- try to pick higher protein veggies and, or like quinoa that's higher in protein, eat some lentils, um, instead of eating regular pasta, I'll buy like bonza that's chickpea pasta. Cause it has higher protein content.
2: Mm-hmm. So
3: just like finding those ways to increase protein, um, because it is, you know, it's not as easy for me as like eating a piece of salmon that has like 40 grams in right, that. Right, right, right. Like, so it's like, for me, my whole meal with all my vegetables and everything will be 40 grams, not just that piece of salmon. So Mm -hmm. yeah, it's like, it takes a little bit more like thinking about it and centering the meal around the protein that
2: you're going to eat.
0: Yeah. I mean, I feel the same and that's also kind of why I've like, I've been, I've just let go of any sense of diet, um restriction and just kind of gone towards just eating what I want to eat. I definitely eat more ve- vegan at home,
2: mm-hmm.
0: but because Matthew is like still like I'm a vegan 100%. He's the one that got me to be vegan cuz when we met and started dating, well when we started dating, I was pescatarian cuz you know, and then I let that go and was eating everything and then we were like no, let's be vegan and then we were vegan for like 6 years. Wow. Um and Matthew still like he holds to it strongly. Uh Um, and now, so I eat primarily vegan at home, but sometimes I'm still just like, I just, I kind of want some chicken. I kind of want, cause I feel like I'm so depleted in my energy and I haven't quite yet understood how to best get the nutrition that I need as an athlete. Cause it's one thing to not be an athlete and move your body and run the way that we run and be vegan. But when you're training for a marathon, I feel you being tired all the time. is hard.
3: Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's just like because yeah. So exactly what you just said. Like when you are an athlete, your protein like intake needs to be higher. Just like exerting more energy, so you need it to replace replace it as like rather than someone who's just sedentary, right, working an office job and like doesn't Mm -hmm. do activity, you're gonna need less of it. So yeah. um, Yeah. So typically, actually, we have a. I just worked on a planting seeds post for this. I will go up tomorrow. Um, Okay, we'll
2: look out for that.
3: Yeah. But um, but yeah, so you typically like athletes should be consuming like wh- how it works is like 1.2 to 1.7 grams of protein per kilogram of body weight. So like, and it's like that. So typically that's going to put you somewhere around like, depending on how much you weigh, of course, like 120 plus grams of protein per day. And so like a good way to break it up is like to, usually it's recommended to do like 20 to 30 grams per meal or even your snack, right? Make sure it's like 20 grams so that you split it up throughout the day and it doesn't feel like, oh, at dinner time I have to eat 80 grams. Like that's not possible. Yeah, um that's
1: crazy. Yeah. Wild.
3: <laughs> but, or it's possible if you're not vegan, right? But like yeah, but when you're plant based, it's a little harder. So yeah, it's just like a little bit more like intentional about the your planning and like what you're gonna eat and just spending more time with it. It's it's yeah. It, but I it, it will say, it, like it is not easy, right? If it were easy, everybody would be out here doing it. So
2: yeah.
3: Um Ian, do you have that off?
1: uh yeah in a minute i'm I'm still good right now Ian's important
0: uh, you guys i just we just have to say he's important he's got the nike team at his store about to look at some stuff and talk about some important things <laughs> so you know <laughs> i might have to carry the rest of the interview but it's okay we're a team we work together that's <laughs> what
1: we do you know what i'm saying sometimes we pass the ball listen this, this but listen Nathan. like are, are you still a pescetarian yeah yeah uh so
4: yeah. like i said i've been going strong with pescetarian for like 13 years now or whatever but uh, I was vegan last year for like a month. I did the whole like the January. <laughs> January. I love you. Uh, I didn't like just do it, just mess around. Um, you know, I'm to uh, like really strong plant-based. Uh, a little bit with vegan, but I really just prefer being vegetarian. But even within that, I'm still trying to make sure I'm getting. The healthiest source of everything. So, like, I don't really do like the farm-raised fish. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And even explain that to people: like, mm-hmm. so grow on a farm? Like, the yeah, yeah. farm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and
0: you don't know what they're feeding them on a farm. Yeah. These, yeah, yeah, we've heard the stories. It's it's wild. Wild. But, but, oh, go ahead.
1: I know. Go ahead. So, I do have a question: like, because I feel like, you know, at, at this point in time, like, you can't eat fish every single day. You know, so, I mean, are you choosing because you have the op- op- option of eating like a high protein fish like salmon? Are you eating fish on the days where only on the days where you are doing like a tough workout and you need that recovery and then eating, you know, um, mostly plant based on like non workout days or like yeah. is, there, is there some thought process behind when you're choosing to eat the fish and when you're not?
4: A little bit, yeah, so I do try to prioritize uh, just higher protein in general, if that is fish or something else, when I am, like, lifting and I don't have your day. So, like, yesterday, for example, like, my apple Watch had me at, like, 1,500 calories burned. That was... We did two workouts yesterday, right? Sorry, I uh, it was Tuesday. It Tuesday. Well, man, okay. I got my days mixed. But, uh, <laughs> uh Tuesday strength training and then the track workout with, the uh, dumbbell, but, uh, well,
1: I'll like, be working, working. Listen, yeah, y'all, try, yeah. y'all gonna
4: be fine as hell next but, time. Uh, <laughs> nah, but but yeah, to answer your question, like I really try to prioritize just more calories, more protein on those days, especially. Ah, uh, so like that day, I remember uh, I went to Pop he got like a a big tuna sandwich, so seventy grams of protein right there. Mm-hmm. Like, like as a vegan, yeah. you can't really do that. <laughs> you can't <laughs> just eat grams of protein for the most part unless um, you're
0: getting uh impossible meat and stuff like that where it's yeah. like I feel like you can get because one burger will have 20 grams of protein in it um and then they have the little sausage link I, know, I yeah I feel like
3: there are ways
0: for
2: um, sure but but
3: I will say like just to that real quick like I, I try trying not to consume a ton of the processed like right. exactly meat, right so like yeah it's a good supplement sometimes but I don't want to like do that all the time that's hey, I, how
0: I was feeling. Where I like was like, right. I don't know. Maybe I should just eat the meat. <laughs> I,
1: I do. I I do want to say before I hop off that like the the illest part about you both uh, coming on here and, and speaking about you know being a pescatarian, being a vegetarian, having planted seeds is that like I feel like this conversation you mostly hear from. Um, from the white community, whereas you both are from the black and brown communities. And I don't... I, I'm i a little removed from, you know, the brown community in the sense that I grew up in a mostly black community um, and visited, you know, my Honduran family and my dad's Puerto Rican girlfriends on the weekend, <laughs> you know? So I'm a little bit removed, but to my understanding, it's like these these terms and this concept and this way you're looking at your diet is not that it's not that prominent in a latin community um and so to sit here and watch you all speak about speak in this way um really taking a look at what's really healthy for you i think is really awesome it's awesome to have that representation to uh to show that you know we aren't monolithic and we can You know, choose a different path from the way we grew up or, you know, look at different ways outside of what's Mm -hmm. norm in our cultures that might be a little bit harmful. But I also want to point out that, like, I follow this um, young lady on Instagram, uh, Latina dietitian. I'm going to send it to you, Zindi, Um, where she also does talk about how healthy a lot of our traditional Latin foods actually are. And a lot of those, you know, a lot of those styles of eating aren't inherently, you know, non-nutritious or not healthy because yeah. it is isn't American eyes or European eyes and stuff like that. Yeah. So um, I feel like it's also dope for you all, for you as a plant-based person, because you don't just have to stick to, you know, cucumbers and lentils and all of that. Like you can go get some yuca, you can go get... Some uh, some more native foods that you know come from your culture to just kind of like level up your plate even more because they work with you. Like our people have been eating these foods for hundreds and thousands of years, and it works best for us and our bodies. And there's a way to do it in a very healthy way.
3: Yeah, thank you, thank you for saying that. And like, I had so many thoughts after that because, like, I think plant-based diets were originated in black and brown indigenous communities. Right. But, like It's just become a thing now in our culture that like white people will be eating plant-based and we're going to overprice the shit out of it in these like restaurants. And like, well, really, it's like, we've been eating rice and beans forever, you know? And like our right.
2: plant-based, True.
3: like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, but yeah, absolutely. Like that's one of our biggest things is like this isn't really talked about in black and brown communities. And like the main diseases that run through black and brown communities are preventable right? Like we're talking about diabetes, heart disease, like all of these things that can be changed by changing your gut health and your like diet. Um, so it's like we, and by just increasing education and awareness about this in our communities can hopefully like create a change, right? Like, cause even if like, we are an example, but we have this conversation with other people who can have conversation with other people, like it's a ripple effect that we—that's definitely like the goal, right? Like we would let—we just want our people to be healthy and to be aware of what their options are.
1: Right, two thousand I love that you said that. Like, 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 for us, eating plant-based isn't like this exceptional thing, or isn't like this different things. It's decision that we have to make because it's already within our culture of us. It's just eating, you yeah. know. And now here. In these communities, uh, like I said, you got terms like pescatarian, veganism, plant-based and stuff like that, that's kind of removed, um, and I'm trying to say this in a thoughtful and, and correct way, but it, I feel like it kind of takes our identity away from it, kind of takes our native way of eating from it um, and makes it, because even like what I just said, the way I spoke from it, it's like, these are white things. And what you just said, it's like, nah, it. It is truly us. It's how we normally eat, and the way, and when we don't eat in the way that works for us, works for our culture, then we start to experience all of these health issues and stuff like that.
2: Yeah, yeah,
3: and I mean that—that's like a larger conversation about like the American, I mean, the American healthcare system and our food right here, the way that Americans eat. Yeah. Like, that. and it's actually—I watched this documentary about—I'm not forgetting yes. it now but it's about how like basically America and McDonald's like spread the way that we consume food here to other countries. Like when we went global and how we just started affecting all these other indigenous communities who were way healthier before we stepped foot or like introduced McDonald's or fast food and like, all these other or Coca-Cola. Oh. Yeah.
0: Coca-Cola is like the one company that you can find everywhere on the globe. Like mm-hmm. it's McDonald's, but
3: like you can find a
0: Coca-Cola machine everywhere. Yeah.
3: Well, and Coca-Cola is cheaper than water. Yeah, and all that, part. Well, and that it, part.
0: And it tastes better, too. It t- it's Right, it's better, <laughs> and honestly, which is crazy. Um,
1: Give me some rubies, drop a lime in and a, and a tall <laughs> bottle of
0: Coca-Cola. And, cold, cold, cold and cola
3: that list. glass, Listen, in
1: it in it's the glass. But drink I water. Yeah, drink water. Yeah, it's the glass. It's, just it's glass glass the glass and the sugar
0: water. that they use. Um, mm. So, uh, did,
1: you, did you so, want to hop? I mean... No, I'm no. Stop trying to get me. Well, off. I'm not you trying to him? get you
0: off, but I'm also trying to give you a clean <laughs> cut because I'm like, are you still here? Uh, What's going on?
1: Uh, I appreciate it.
0: You know, no,
1: I am. I'm probably, I'm probably gonna, uh, I'm probably gonna hop off now. Um, listen, I just want to say thank y'all. Thank you for what you're doing. Um, I, I love the concept of Planet seeds. I love to see, you know, to, uh, what do y'all prefer? Latinos, Latinas, Latin You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I'm working with all of the. All, all of the uh, proper terms here, but I love to see people who look like me in this space providing for people who look like us because, you know, we mm-hmm. need it. We just need to reconnect to the way we 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 culturally actually do these things because that's what works for us. Mm-hmm. And so I love y'all. I appreciate y'all. I'm going to hop off and thank you for coming on. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: Love y'all.
0: Bye, Bye. Bye. Yeah. Thank you, Ian. We'll have to hear more about your experience when on our next episode. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, okay. So, but okay. So with all that being said, I also will say that like, just the concept of putting together, like putting these, everything has to be put into a box for it to be commercialized. That's part of it too, where like, it, it's, it has to be taken away from the culture and labeled in order for it to be something that can be marketable and mm-hmm. then others can like, you know, capitalize on it. And so um, that that's really what it is. That's what we live in. And, and I was watching, a, uh, looking at a meme the other day where it was like you just minding your business, being creative and coming up with really cool ideas and then capitalism saying you can make money off of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No. Um, and it and it's yeah it adds stress and it adds like uh like it also makes you. It creates a new, different type of tribalism as well, because then you have to identify yourself with certain tribes that align with like the type of person that you are. But then it's like, as human beings, we're naturally evolving and and changing and learning new things, which inform who we are and how we show up in the world. So then it's like, then you have to change your labels and changing your labels then makes other people uncomfortable because then they see you as a certain way. And like, I've experienced that just even being like a, a being very much plant-based Based for a very long time, and then now, like being like, I don't know, I don't know, whatever. Yeah. Like we can, you know, Ian's gonna crack jokes about me being vegan sometimes now forever, yeah. <laughs> and it's like it is what it is. It's fine. It's all friend friendly and, and 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 for fun. But then it's like, yeah, like so many people have known me as vegan for so long that now it's difficult for me to kind of like shift and become something else, or like now have to be like, okay, so what is the label you're going by now?
3: Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah, Or even like the negative connotations that come with some of it, like, like, especially Mm -hmm. vegan, right? Like, it's like, oh, well then you just must feel like you're so superior to everybody else because you you eat plant-based and I don't ever feel that way. Yeah. Right. And I I always try to be the person too, who isn't like pushing it on others. Mm -hmm. That's like, I don't want to drive you away from this idea or concept. And like, and I do feel like it's something that, You need to be ready to explore it and you need to be that's on your own time, right? And it's like, if I will willingly have conversations with anyone about it if they ask me, but Mm -hmm. I'm never gonna just talk about it or be like, everybody should be vegan. Cause I also don't think that that's true either. I think it's just what works for your body, right? And like for me, it's like, this works for me. And I, and if anyone else is interested, and you don't even have to be a hundred percent plant based, right? It's like, Let's just talk about what plant based diets look like. Like Nathan eats mostly a plant based diet, but still consumes fish. Like mm-hmm. that's possible and that has significant impacts on your health. Yeah. Cause it's like
0: realistically, we should all be eating more of a plant, uh, the larger percentage of our diet should be plant based. Yeah. And that's like more of how I'm seeing it is like the percentage of everything that I eat. Cause like, I'm not going to go back to eating meat every meal. Cause that used to be me where I felt like I had to, the, the plate wasn't full unless there was some sort of like meat protein yeah. that was uh, from an animal. <laughs> um, so, um, but then I think the same thing goes for running. I think it's about like, people see people who are disciplined in something where like, okay, you're, you're showing discipline in the way that you eat, which then it kind of exposes people and makes them kind of feel self-conscious because they feel like, okay, they could probably be more disciplined in the way that they eat. And so Mm -hmm. then that, like that reflection of like, oh, you must be superior because you have a sense of discipline. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In the way that you function on a daily day basis. And like the most important thing that like we all have to do, which is consume food. Um, right. so yeah, I mean, even, so it's like that goes with like running and telling people that you're a marathoner and like, or telling people that you can run five miles or like for you, Nathan, it might be like, okay, I go to the gym every day. And it's like, okay. Oh, so you must be okay. Sure. Like that's, I think it's just really just a reflection of how other people feel.
2: Okay. No, that's true. Right. It makes yeah. you think
3: about because he recently, um, at, like he tells me sometimes about how he's at work and he'll like, they'll have pizza there or something one day. So he like eats some pizza and they're like, oh, Nathan's eating pizza, right? Like it's a thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> but, I'm a human. Like, we, I feel like we have learned like, it, like this is also just a very human thing to do, right? Like people will project their insecurities onto like others. And so then it's, yeah. like, we have just learned too that it's like, it's not even about you, you know, it's not about me. It's like, it's literally like, this is something you are feeling and that's okay. So, you know, we'll, I'll hold space for you <laughs> while you work through that because yeah. like, it actually has nothing to do with me. But yeah.
0: yeah. So how have you worked together to become like kind of a better runner, I guess. Cause like Nathan, I do want to get into like you as a personal trainer. And then like also with Zindi, I feel like you're show, seeing the way that you've explored running. Through, yeah, go, through Like joining Gumbo Fit and then like understanding too, where we all runners get to a place where like, oh, we need to like lift weights.
4: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think I just have like a pretty unique background than like some traditional personal trainers. Uh, so a little bit more about me. I did track for three years in high school. I did cross-country for one year. Mm-hmm. So, even while I was never marathon running per se, I do have a little bit better understanding on like feeling your body for running with that. And even when I was in high school, I'll, I'll be the first to tell you that I did a really poor job of feeling my body, but that was just because I was poor, um, more than anything. But yeah, so like when I did track, I was like a 400 meter runner primarily. And then when I did cross country, I did the two and three mile because that's how like cross country works in Chicago, at least. Mm-hmm. You kind of see like, oh, my body needs different things versus if I'm just being in the gym, being a gym bro. Lived in uh, 24-7, but as I got older, I kind of went through all these different phases with my, like, fitness and my, like, being an athlete. So when I was in college, I did go through, like, the very, very meathead gym bro phase, where, like, you just in the gym nonstop, pounding meals, um, dirty bulking the whole nine yards. And mm-hmm. then I have a really fast metabolism, which caused me to burn calories at a really high rate. And I did have a car in college, so, like, I will like, bike everywhere. So, like, I went through a phase where I was, like, eating 4,000 calories a day and, like, losing weight. Uh, so like Crazy. I said, but like I have these experience to draw off of is what I'm getting at,
2: yeah.
4: um, And I've also like gone through the putting on way too fast and like losing my like mobility and like my joints feel achy and stuff like that. Mm. Uh, just because, as a person I alluded to earlier, always being skinny going up, I did at one point have all these goals to like put on all these pounds and like look a certain way, uh, not anymore. But you know, when we started dating, I think her running changed a lot uh over time in a very short amount of time because when we first started dating she was like terrified of this like one mile relay and i always give a shit about it because i was like run the mile bro like <laughs> still, like, it's not that deep i was like all the people there like they fuck you like Ian's gonna be five for you corny gonna be over there you know right. be, uh, uh back in 2020 but you know in a very short time period she went from that to being a marathon runner um probably for like a year honestly um so with that you know i'm kind of like i'm like a very observational person like i just be like people watching all the time so Mm -hmm. like i don't see like firsthand like her body like breaking down um and like watching that firsthand i was like it was pretty obvious to me i was like you need more calories you need more protein you need different 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 vitamins even, like, I had to start to magnesium and with a couple other things that so I just knew would help her recover better. But yeah, when it came to strength training, that was kind of like adding that piece to the puzzle because I think in general running, the injury rate is really high. Um, mm-hmm. Me myself, uh, a big reason I haven't really ran this year is because I just, like, suffered a lot of clandestasitis at the beginning of the year that so I really took like six months off to get, like, 100% right. Yeah. Uh, with me personally, I think a lot of runners like just like like running through injuries. That sounds weird to say.
0: Yeah, it's like a it's like you're it, it's like running I feel like <laughs> after five miles, it's just like a mental thing.
4: Yeah. For sure, for sure. But like me personally, just in general, like I hate being injured, like anything. Like yeah, I feel like the smallest thing. I'm like, we need to address this like right now and like shut down or do whatever mm-hmm. I gotta do. So like I would see her like having these injuries pile up and pile up, and be like, "Oh, my feet really hurt. Oh, I think this 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 is like a sprain or something." Or, "Oh, like my knees hurt. This and that. My hips are terrible." And I was like, "We kind of just need to like like tear everything down and like start from scratch and get yeah. you." Yeah. And even that, she was like terrified to go to the gym. Like the first like month, she went to the gym, she'd come home crying Back. and be like. <laughs> And being like, oh man, like I don't know what I'm doing over there, like nobody else knows what do it doing either. Like, I mean, but you so- were
0: with her. You were with, and like you were together, or were you going by yourself, Sydney?
4: I was not, we were not together because she decided not to sign up at the gym that I was at at the time. Yeah. She decided. Oh,
3: I kind of, you know, when sometimes you just want to do it yourself. Yeah. <laughs> I was having one of those moments, but also, no, I mean, a hundred percent, like Nathan taught me everything that I know about strength training. And yeah. what I will say is like last summer I did have more like nagging, like just like many injuries that would pop up throughout marathon training, you know, when you're like feet hurt or your hips hurt or whatever. And I was not really strength training right outside of like that one session with Mama K that we were doing in the Gumbo Fit cohort. Yeah. I I really should have just like, what I noticed is like this year, I, so actually after the marathon, I I took the winter to really just strength train seriously Mm -hmm. for a couple Mm -hmm. months. And then I came back early this year to, you know, I was like, damn, after Shamrock Shuffle, I was like, I need to start running because we're going to see what we were going to run this year. And then I was invited on the Gumbo Fit HTC team. So I was like, okay, I got to got my life together. And, but I, one thing that I was like, okay, if I'm going to really, if I'm going to start running again five times a week, I need to strength train twice a week minimum. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. How I many really, ways say that again? Say that one more time, just so everyone so like, can hear it. If I'm running five times a week, I really committed to a strength training twice a week minimum. Okay. Yeah. And I kept that all summer and I, I mean, this summer was like totally different than last summer. I felt like way stronger. Like I, and then I completed HTC and finished and I was like pain-free. Yeah. And I feel like that's like a reflection of like, you should like strength training really does significantly add to a runner's training. Yeah. Especially
0: as women, like we have to, we lose our, our uh, muscle. What is it? The bone density after the age of like 30, we lose this percentage and then just continues to go down. So then it's like you become frail Mm -hmm. and you got to like maintain it with all of the, like all of the, like moving every day. I think for me, it's just about like, are you getting outside? Are you moving your body? Are you running? And if you're running, like you don't have to do 10 miles. You can do a couple miles every day and hit the gym, like you're saying, like a couple times a week. And, mm-hmm. and then I, you know, even just like, I think there's an expectation to just point out your, the, like that point of like hesitation of going to the gym and not really knowing what you're doing, but like going and being like, okay, I can put in 75, 80%. I don't need to, people like to go like 150% day one and then they get tired and fatigued because they've overworked their muscles and then they don't want to go back to the gym when it's like, it's, it's just like running. You cannot start at 20 miles. You have to build up to that.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
4: Yeah.
2: So I I cut you off.
4: Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I think, I think, uh, with, uh, with running, you know, it's like, I always think of like what Kayla Gier always says, it's like runs a balancing act, one leg to the other. Oh, yeah. um, when you're programming for strength training for that, you need to take a really unilateral focus, so you need to really focus on s- single joint isolation movements, you know, so like, for example, instead of just doing like a bar- barbell squat, we'll make you do a single leg squat, something like that. So that's like stuff I'll program. will um, and It's just really making sure that you have that maintenance um, like right now with some of the people working with that we sold programs too. They also like, have that approach, but like, do I got to go do a hundred day one? And it's like, no, we're not really doing that. Especially if I'm giving you just a two day a week plan, like really take this as maintenance work. Um, yeah. don't, don't take this as like, you're going to, you're going to become a gym bro over these, these next 10 weeks. But uh, how do you implement this to support what your running goals ultimately are?
3: Right. Right. You yeah. know, Oh yeah. Cause actually, um, yeah. Basically, y'all, shameless plug, buy the runner strength plan. Do yourself a favor. What is the runner strength plan? Uh, let Tell us more. I want to know.
4: Yeah, so the runner strength plan is 10 weeks long. It's priced at $50 on the website, I believe. Uh, but you get two workouts every week. A lot of it, as I was just saying, is unilateral focus. So a lot mm-hmm. of single movements, single arm, everything. And it's really just like a really complimentary guide to your running. Um, so you're training for a 5K, a 10K, even up to a marathon, um, it can really just benefit you and making sure that your muscles aren't breaking down with mm-hmm. the first training cycle. And if you approach it right, you know, you slowly build your way up over time in the gym, like we're saying, don't start at hundred. Um, it'll just really help you stay pain free, injury free, if applied right. You have good form. Yeah. Now I was with, with uh Christian the other day. I was uh because he bought the um and I was just like, yeah, you know, like look at this as I'm going to go in, start slow, build my way up. I'm not maxing out on anything. It's also not programmed for you to max out. Like we're never <laughs> asked you to do one rep of anything because runners don't really need that if you're a distance runner. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like, how do I use this to really work on my body over time and make sure that I'm not breaking down?
2: Right. <laughs>
0: Wow. Okay. Well, so then, and so you're focusing a lot of your work with planting seeds towards runners, it sounds like, or do you feel like you're like, I mean, th- I mean, you're in the, the running scene, but then Nathan, you're also kind of in and out of it. So I'm sure that your clients are a mix. but it sounds like a lot of it is focused towards runners.
3: Yeah. I'd say our clients are a good mix. Um, cause I think we do have like just regular strength training programs, right. For the gym. Um, Yeah. And, but yeah, I think just because I'm so deeply involved in the running community, there's a lot of runners interested. So that's what, yeah. like, we're like, oh, we should create a runner shrink plan. Like, um, so that's like, yeah, it inspires some of what we do too, you know, like just based on what people talk to us about. And, um, but I, so actually, after getting the RCA certification, I am interested in launching coming soon, like basically offering some coaching services for newbie runners. Yes. Or, uh, someone who wants more structure around like a 10k plan, like how do I like, what do my speed workouts look like? What is this? Whatever. Like I would love to start working with runners more on a one-on-one basis and talk with them about their nutrition too. Yeah. Um, so that's in the works. Well, how
0: soon. was RCA for you? Cause I, cause like, you know, you have your, you've been on um your, like you said, you're a Fit captain, really happy to have you on the team. It's been really great. Like just your expertise and your commitment and just, um, also your excitement for the RCA, like that, like program to get you in there and all that. Like that was something that I really wanted to do for our crew, because I know so many of you are so passionate about it, where it's like for you, I knew specifically like, okay, Zindy's going to be like, I can see you as a coach so that mm-hmm. this is like exactly what I had hoped that this would kind of material, uh, lies into for you. Um, especially just like with what you've built with Nathan. So like, it's really exciting to see you just like bring together your expertise because you can really help so many athletes on so many different levels because you are also a nutritionist because you also are doing plant and seeds and you have your programs already. So, um, how was like the class, from your perspective, from like already getting other certifications mm-hmm. and like, how do you see it? Like, how do you see yourself kind of like moving forward? Yeah.
3: Yeah. I thought, I mean, I thought it was good. I thought a lot of it, honestly, probably 50% of it, or if not more, I kind of already knew. Cause I feel right. like when you train for a marathon, like something like a marathon, specific, you learn you learn so much <laughs> just through your, per- your experience. Um, so I felt like I already had a good base going into it. So it really just complemented what I already knew by like teaching us how to properly program a training plan, right? right? So it's like how to write one and like how much you should increase mileage per week, what like the different stages of it are, like more of that stuff was really helpful to know so that, you know, like that's really helpful to understand how to write a training plan for somebody or how to appropriately train a a speed workout and what are more appropriate speed workouts depending on the distance that you're trying to race. Um, so yeah, I mean, like I thought it was really helpful in in that way. And, um, I I did think, you know, I did leave kind of being like, Oh, I feel like, cause it's only a two day course, right? Eight hours. It is long, but like my nutrition, coach for example that i was given a year to complete that because it's just so much information Information, yeah a whole textbook yeah oh and like um so it's more like definitely more in depth a lot like a lot of quizzes lots of like you know you take that big exam at the end to get certified and i know you do for the rca too but um yeah so i don't know i almost felt like i need that level two or something you know to like keep like running is also, like I mean, that's kind of the thing too, right? Like as when you become a coach, like you should always be learning because everything's also always changing and like right. you want to adapt to like the needs of your, the folks you're working with and like all that good stuff.
0: What's interesting about running is that like there really isn't no, ex- there isn't an expectation for you to have a coach or certification. Like it's actually yeah. not and a lot of people know know this, but like, I remember asking around and being like, okay, if I wanted to be a coach, what, what's, what is the pipeline? What's the roadmap? And everybody around me was like, well, you could do this, you could do this, but like, no one really expects you to know this. And I've realized with running a lot of coaches just coach from being like a runner themselves being coached and then knowing like certain things, like a lot of people aren't certain. Some of the, some of the higher up coaches that you know of that are, have big names don't have any certifications within running. It's just experience, Mm
2: -hmm. which is
0: wild.
3: Yeah. I believe that. I mean, that makes total sense because I feel like running is kind of that. I mean, everything is, but especially running is kind of like a trial and error situation. You like from your mistakes, like, and you, and it'll, right. It'll be like that really shitty run you have, or, you know, you didn't fuel and whatever, everything went wrong. And you're like, okay, I mean, now I have all these takeaways though for the next one. And I feel like Mm -hmm. it is kind of that experience whenever anyone starts to do like long distance running. Yeah. Cause you could take like courses and get certified
0: in like general health and wellness. Cause like, you can be a trainer at the gym and do that, but like very like, very, not many people. What I realized when I took RCA was that like, there's a lot of people who were just taking it because they wanted to learn more as a runner themselves. Like didn't even want to be a coach. They just wanted to just be there and learn about running. So it's, it's an interesting thing. Mm Um, I guess, so I'm curious now with what you're creating, um, and you've, you're now going into the fall. Do you have any programs that you're starting? Who are just like prepping runners during that, you know, that Midwest winter season to come out on the
3: other end, badasses and like, you uh, know, I mean, we did, we just launched last week, last week, the intermediate strength plan. So we we have the beginner one, which is like for somebody who's straight up maybe has never been in the gym before or has but has has no idea how to structure a workout. Mm -hmm. So that was like that one. It's a little begin. It's more beginner friendly. And so then we were asked by a couple folks like for something a little more challenging for someone who might already know their way around the gym, like and um. So we created the intermediate strength plan. That would be like a good plan for like if a runner just finished their marathon and now they're going to take some off season through the winter,
2: like
3: get the intermediate strength plan you know, build yourself a good, you could still run on that plan, you know, like I like have a, keep a base going, whatever, and like do the strength on top of it, um, to prepare you for spring running season. Um, but yeah, otherwise like, I think like we're gonna, we still need to spend time, uh, in the works with the running coaching side of things. Um, but, but yeah, I think like we, we also just been like, honestly, cause we, you know, we have nine to fives on top of this. So um, it's a lot to like, um, and we both started new jobs around the same time. So trying to learn to balance that too you know like having your side hustle cuz it's a it's a lot but yeah more, right.
2: more. sure
3: well okay so then um before we
0: jump off i just want to know zindi just because we were at, yeah. We were, we went to HJC together. We were, you know, we were also in the same van, van two. You know what I mean? Run too hard. Chicago too hard. <laughs> right, Chicago too hard. Van <laughs> two. Um, just tell me about your experience because I shared a little bit about mine in the last episode that we recorded. That is going to be released today, actually. But um, I just want to know like any takeaways that
3: yeah. you've had since
0: you've been able to reflect.
3: Yeah, I mean, yo, so like low key before we went to HTC all summer, right? It was rough because like, <laughs> like I mentioned, I took the winter off. So then mm-hmm. coming back to training, full running all summer, right? I was like, Damn, this is so hard. Like taking any time off of running, and coming back into it, man, you really got to show yourself grace because it's be hard out here. Um, yeah. But so I was like really questioning just like my fitness level, like if long distance running is that even like something i like like what am i what am i doing like am i gonna run another marathon like these were all things that were like on my mind all summer um and so i really went into htc being like what we're just gonna see right like just vibes no goals like and i did impress myself with like how i did and how Mm -hmm. i felt after and i think like the relay style is so fun it's so much fun and, like it makes it makes long distance running fun right because like sometimes it could be like rough out here just running 26 miles straight for hours um so like the relay side yeah I, I loved it like and I feel like it reinvigorated me like mm-hmm. afterwards I was like oh this I needed this like I like proved to myself that I can and that like um that long distance running I do love it right it just like can look different for me and maybe it's not a marathon maybe I'm a half marathoner kind of center unless it's mm-hmm. the relay, then i I'm all in for it. But, um, yeah, I don't know about you, but I, d- during my legs,
0: I would just remember like in the second and third leg, like, Oh my gosh, I'm so glad that this is not a marathon. Yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> I'm going to be done in like one yeah. mile.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah the brakes, the brakes were like clutch. It really did. Like, you know, I mean, they weren't super long, but still you don't have to like continuously run for a very long time. So yeah, I thought, I mean, it was amazing. Also, Portland, like the scenery was great. The bonding with the team was amazing, like getting to know everyone a little better. And like, it was dope. Like, thank you for, you know, organizing every, like, I mean, I know we like all did planning together and everything, but like, you know, thank you for creating the space and making it possible for all of us. That was for dope.
0: sure. I, I mean, it was honestly so much fun and it was something that I've been wanting to do for a long time. And like to be able to take the team and go to a different state and do something together. is like, this is like my childhood I- I as an adult. Like I'm able to be a child and do fun things with other, like, you know, with other people that I really enjoy being around. And I think that that's like the most, um, like rewarding aspect of it is like just being a kid again and being like, I'm gonna go on this trip with my friends and we're gonna go running. And it's just like, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. Awesome.
3: So yeah. Uh, would you so you would do it again? Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. Put me on the team back next year.
2: Okay,
0: (laughs) I'm like, I just feel like we just need to get, I just want to see more Chicago, Chicago out there. I feel like we just make things live. And um, I mean, I I'm claiming Chicago, even though I'm in LA, but like, I just, the Midwest has my heart. And I feel like more of us need to be representing the Midwest in these spaces to let them know, like, we're, we're out here, we're athletes, we're moving, we have community, like we have a lot of love for the people that are around us. And like these, those moments where we can like do that in public spaces is really special.
2: So
3: are you, and you're not running the marathon this year, right? No, I'm not. So I'm helping me and Mike are really holding down the cheer station. Right. Right. So Mm -hmm. I'll do that. Um, and no, I think, I think I'll, um, I gotta run one more marathon because I need my redemption one, you know, because mine went so bad last year. <laughs> I feel that. I feel that. Uh, so like I might do um, I'm hoping to do one next year. Not sure which one yet. Mike's really trying to get me to do LA. We'll you should he should. Uh, I mean, <laughs> yeah. But uh, I, yeah, think I should yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> otherwise um might look at one in the fall. Um, but yeah, this this year I'm there's no more running plans on the schedule just um you know doing the community rounds of gumbo and and then we'll see awesome
0: um nathan do you have anything to add that you're working towards this this winter anything before we hop off
4: no uh i'm just i mean it's not it's not a big race but i'm just gonna do hot chocolate 5k you know
0: i haven't (laughs) even done the hot chocolate yet and i've heard that it's so much fun
4: Yeah, it's a good time. We did it last year. uh, So now we're trying to make it, like, our annual thing. to like, do it every year.
3: Is that in November? Yeah. Yeah.
4: I don't remember the date. I forgot,
3: yeah. I think it's first weekend. Something like
0: that. Perfect. Okay, cute. Okay, back to the running bay situation. (laughs) Seeing guys out there looking cute. Yeah, and honestly, like, I think... Like, well, a lot of people like the hot chocolate, but I feel like it's underrated in the sense that like everyone's looking towards like shamrock and like the half of the marathon, but it's like, that's a fun little, it's it's giving when you marry into a family that runs and then you have to run (laughs) the turkey trot. That's what it's giving. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah. Those are, those are our goals. We aspire to be that field. same, same like my kids are going to be running. Like I'm like I, I if anything I'm like I hope that they do cross country cuz like I didn't was never introduced to cross country and I'm like I feel like that would be really great to just like be that family that runs. i sure, sure.
4: should.
0: So, um tell people where they can find you so yeah. that we can make sure everyone follows and supports.
4: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, right now, you go to our website, then uh, You can also find us on Instagram. Uh, what's your Instagram handle?
3: Uh, Chicago. I think it is too. <laughs> yeah.
4: um,
3: and then individually, mine is just my name, Zindy Marquez. Shout out having a unique name so you get your handle right, you know? Yeah. And then um, Nathan is...
4: the Nathan Cordero. Um, and also, we are now on TikTok also.
0: So. Yeah. Oh, what's the TikTok? Is it planting seeds? Uh so it's underscore
4: planting seeds. Yeah. Okay.
0: I'll follow it now.
4: Sure. Awesome.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you so much for joining us. And I know like Ian's probably like, dang, I probably had so many more questions. So we'll probably have you guys back on.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um,
0: and get it like another little check-in on how you how you're doing and um and all of that. Yeah. Thank yeah. you for having us. Of thank course. Yes. Yeah. Have a good rest of your day.
2: Thanks.
0: Okay, so that was our interview with Nathan and Zindi. Make sure to follow them, support them. Planting seeds is really dope. Um ever since they started, I've been just kind of like watching what they're doing and it's just like, you know, growth. So how you can best support is by following, liking and sharing, right? Participating. Buy a fitness plan Clearly I'm by myself just talking. So um, (laughs) I'm going to wrap this up, um, but this is another episode of the Runners Club podcast. I'm your co-host, Courtney Phillips. Ian, you know, he had to hop because he's got important things to do, Um, but I'm going to give him shit next time we hop on because like, bruh, this is for the two of us. And where are you right now? Look at me. Just look at myself in the screen by myself. I don't have Ian giving me shit. It's just me looking at me. Um, so if you've gotten this far, I love it. I love it. You know, follow, subscribe. You can send us in your listener letters. It's the runner's club podcast, 773 at Gmail. Like tell us your running like favorites. What would what you like to run with? What, what is your biggest running qualm right now? Like what really bothers you? Is it like bikers on the runner trip on, on the walking trail right now? Like, like what's really like eating at you and you really want to talk about it. Cause we can have a moment. We could do it. Like we can have a little bit of a read moment on the podcast where we talk about shit that annoys us within running. But then it also could be like, you know what I'm really loving right now is the goop sunscreen. Like that's personally one of my favorites. Cause if you're not wearing sunscreen,